What is happening, my friends? Welcome back to the channel. It's been a minute, but we're back with another video, another podcast segment, three topics I would like to talk about. One in the MMA realm, it is mixed martial arts, and the man in question might actually transition to mixed martial arts. One of the topics I want to talk about, Gordon Ryan. He just defeated Andre Galvao over the weekend. Unbelievable. I also want to talk about Paulo Costa versus Hamzat Chemaev and Jose Aldo, mixed martial arts legend, finally retiring. All right, let's start with the uh, straight MMA news. Let's talk about Jose Aldo. So Jose Aldo finally hung up the gloves at 36 years old. Honestly, it feels like he should be older than that. He's been around for such a long time. Jose Aldo is a living legend of mixed martial arts. And I don't say that lightly. Without question, without question, there's no debate about this whatsoever. He's in the top 10 greatest of all time. That's not even a debate. Some would say that he's within the top five greatest mixed martial artists of all time, period, overall. I can't really say I disagree with that in his prime. Some of Jose's accolades, UFC featherweight champ two times, seven title defenses, most title defenses in UFC featherweight history with that seven. He also was the interim champ one time at featherweight and the WEC champ. Now I can go down a long list of accolades and stats, but I won't. You guys can look it up. What a career. Jose has reinvented himself several times within his career. He would have highs. He would hit a low point, obstacles, come back stronger. Mostly throughout his career, dominance. I know he just had a baby. That's two young children now. I'm sure that that played a part in his retiring. In his last fight, he lost against Marab. Tough loss, pretty much got controlled with the clinch work and grappling, but that's what Marab does. He was on a good run at Bantamweight, reinvented himself right there for a title shot. And it's got to be disheartening, you know, to um, climb your way back up. He's done it multiple times. But he's 36 now. He's been fighting forever. As a matter of fact, this is going to blow your mind. Jose Aldo's pro debut was back in 2004. And he kicked off his mixed martial arts career with a head kick KO victory at Eagle Fight 1. If I can name some name fighters and notables that he's faced against, great. No specific order, but Cub Swanson, Mike Brown, Uriah Faber. Manny Gamburian, that's a name fighter, remember him. Mark Hominate, Kenny Florian, Chad Mendez, Frankie Edgar, the Korean Zombie, Ricardo Lamas, the notorious one, Conor McGregor, Max Holloway, Jeremy Stevens, Inato Moicano, Alexander Volkanovsky, Marlon Moraes, Piotr Jan, Pedro Munoz, Rob Font, and Marab in his last fight. I mean, what a resume, whether he won or lost. Mostly won. As far as Jose's fight style, his skill set and abilities, very explosive. One of the most athletic fighters you will ever see in a sport. Vicious, vicious low kicks. Great boxing. Sick Muay Thai. Very technical and top-notch ground game. Tough as nails. Jose Aldo was scary. I remember reading a quote by Anderson Silva when Anderson was pretty much still in his peak. Anderson said... Thank God that Jose Aldo is not a middleweight. Something to that effect. 
there are a lot of his peers and other greats that consider Jose the greatest of all time. Same thing with BJ Penn. You see fighters pick BJ as their GOAT. But going back to Jose Aldo, man, bittersweet to see him go. I actually think Jose still got more fight in him. I think he can still make another title run. He's not completely done. He's not washed. Yes, age-wise, he's closing in on the twilight years of his mixed martial arts sporting career. 36. You're not a spring chicken, but you're also not elderly. But he chose to hang it up. I mean, respect. He's been doing this for so long, since 2004. The grueling training, the weight cuts, the mental stress, the traveling, the media, the fights themselves, the highs, the lows, the roller coaster of that. Just had another child. It seems like maybe he wants to focus on his family. I've been watching Jose compete for so damn long. Pretty much since the beginning. I just want to say salute to you, Jose Aldo. Thank you so much for the entertaining fights, for the inspiration. You are one of the greatest to ever compete in the sport. You're never going to be forgotten. Hall of Fame shoo-in. I don't think he's in the Hall of Fame, but for sure if he isn't, he will be. Once again, kind of sad to see him go, but if he feels like this is the best for him, he knows more than me what's good for him. Best of luck, Jose, and whatever you do going forward. All right, let's talk about Paulo Costa petitioning, pushing for a fight with Hamzat Chimaev. The fight doesn't really make sense, but sounds like fun. And I think it would be a lot more competitive than people think or understand. So there's people out there that think that Hamza Chemeyev would just run through Paulo Costa and just crush him. I think you're wrong. And there's people out there that think that Paulo Costa is too big, that he would just run through Hamza Chemeyev and crush him. And I think you guys might be off. I think Hamza Chemeyev is skilled enough and that much of a freak that he could certainly take on Paulo Costa, be competitive, and even win. But I also think that Paulo Costa has the skill set, the size, and the strength to give Hamza Chemeyev major problems and beat him as well. Now, there's a lot of talk of how big Hamza Chemeyev is. I think that's a little bit exaggerated. I mean, he's a tall guy. He's got a lengthy frame, but he's not like a thick, muscled guy like that. There's a major size difference between him and Paulo Costa. Now, granted, Paulo Costa is one of the biggest middleweights pretty much to ever compete in the UFC. The guy is gigantic for middleweight. Same thing with Marvin Vittori, man. Marvin Vittori is one thick, muscled mofo, man. That dude's a bull. Luke Rockhold's pretty big. Yeah, there's quite a few guys out there that would dwarf Hamza Chimaev. But that doesn't mean that they're stronger than him. Size doesn't always equate into strength. A guy could be smaller, and depending on how he trains, depending on his own physical gifts, his structure, his tendon strength, his muscle strength, again, depending on how he trains, you could have a smaller guy that's stronger than a bigger guy. And then you add in technique and skill. I don't think it's too far-fetched to think that Hamza Chemeyev could possibly take Paulo Costa down and control him. In my honest opinion... But I also think that Paulo Costa could stuff those takedowns, give Hamza fits with that size and strength, plus with his dangerous striking, 
He's skilled on the mat. I mean, Paulo Costa isn't Damian Maya, but he's a BJJ black belt and uh, he's skilled. Ultimately, I think the fight would be competitive. I don't think nobody's running through nobody. I think it would be a war. I think it would be a battle. I would love to see it. I think it would be super entertaining. There's history now. These guys had the little altercation at the UFC PI. Paula Costa is going on the Ariel Hawani show, talking a bunch of smack, which by the way, I love Paula Costa's new personality turn. He's a lot more fun now and he's a legitimately funny dude. I think this fight would sell. I think the fans would be into it. To me, again, I don't really think it makes a whole lot of sense, but sign me up, book it, let's go. Now, final uh, topic of discussion, not really mixed martial arts, but we're talking martial arts. Gordon Ryan's dominance. Let me just read some of his accolades. Right now, Gordon Ryan is a five-time ADCC world champ, three times world no-gi champ. He's the first ADCC three-division champ. That's just some of his stats and accolades. He just defeated Andre Galvao at ADCC 2022. And if we're talking about Andre's accolades, man, I'll be here forever. But just to drop some, he's won most major, if not all tournaments, multiple times, major titles, six-time ADCC champion. And like I said, if you go down the list of him placing gold and meddling in general, in other big tournaments, insanely impressive. I mean, the guy is an absolute legend in the BJJ world. He might be the most decorated Brazilian jiu-jitsu practitioner of all time. Now, what's crazy is that over the weekend, Gordon Ryan had a few matches prior to the Galvao match, dominated his matches, took on Galvao Sunday, and controlled and dominated him. Actually got the submission, tapped him out with a rear naked choke. Andre Galvao is, I believe, 39 now. That's not ancient. He's a little bit older. Age should not be an excuse for anybody. All credit must be given to Gordon Ryan, especially considering he had prior matches. I mean, it's absurd. The combination of Gordon Ryan and John Donaher is like a once in a generation thing, once in a lifetime thing, guys. Gordon Ryan's career right now, his journey, he himself should be really appreciated. It should be viewed as like a privilege to watch him compete and do his thing right now because he's truly a once in a generation, once in a lifetime athlete. He's dominant, you know, in the realm of like Wayne Gretzky, Michael Jordan, Alexander Karelin in their respective sports. If we're talking MMA, you got John Jones, Anderson Silva in his prime. You know, what's crazy. Gordon is 27 years old. That is insanely young. He has so many more years of dominance if he chooses to continue to compete in BJJ, which he said he will as long as John Donaher is by his side and alive. And I think I heard him say something like up until like 40. So imagine what this guy is going to accomplish. He is simply levels, levels above the competition against other world champs. He's taken Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and has evolved it to like some other level. Him, of course, and John Donaher. Gordon's back take and his threatening from behind. And that leg lock game, man. Also, his top position, his top control, working off his back. I mean, he's brilliant and dangerous in so many facets of BJJ. He's methodical. He's grinding. 
steady pressure, constantly attacking, positioning, looking for openings. And he's just doing things that guys just don't understand, to be honest. The manipulation of body mechanics, leverages, positioning. It's just like next level stuff. Donaher breaks down anatomy. What positions and movements your limbs are stronger and what positions and movements they're weaker. He has Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu down to a science. It's truly chess when you're up against Gordon Ryan and his mentor and coach, John Donaher. They know if they do this, you're going to do that, which leads to another attack or fake, which your reaction is again anticipated. And there's the trap that you're caught in. Chess, like two, three steps ahead. I really don't think guys understand what Gordon Ryan's doing. Sometimes this happens in martial arts. Heck, this happens in other facets of life, period. Things are done a certain way for so long that it becomes like gospel. That's just how you do it. There's no evolution. There's no innovation. Somebody else in the BJJ world that I think should get credit for evolving the game is Eddie Bravo with the rubber guard, his 10th planet jiu-jitsu. And I want to touch on something else. I'm reading comments out there. People putting little needle emojis, insinuating and saying that Gordon Ryan's on steroids. Whether he is or whether he isn't, nobody actually knows. I'm not going to sit here and accuse him of wording, but I'm also not going to say that he doesn't. In my honest opinion, they all juice. Most are on something in the BJJ world. At a high level, I mean. So if that's the case, and Gordon himself is using... Doesn't that kind of like even the playing field? I mean, a needle in your butt is not going to show you how to execute a slick heel hook, right? Doesn't teach you skill and technique at the level that Gordon Ryan has. He's just great, man. He's just freaking great at what he does. Exceptional, actually. Again, levels above. If everybody was on PEDs and you magically snap your finger and remove them, he's still going to be doing the same thing clean. So there's that, guys. Um, I know Gordon Ryan has signed with uh, one championship. He's talked about a transition to mixed martial arts. I would love to see it. Now, MMA is a different thing than BJJ. Certain attacks and positions that you could go with or put yourself in in BJJ, they don't necessarily transition well to MMA with the strikes. For example, like leg locks are kind of dangerous because both of your hands are tied up. And if you're not careful, you get punched in the face and knocked out. It's happened. We've seen it. But there's a way to do things. There's a way to adapt your game for mixed martial arts and have a lot of success. If anybody could do that, Gordon Ryan can. And under the tutelage of John Donaher, for sure. So I would love to see him in MMA to see what damage he could do. Because let me tell you, if Gordon Ryan gets a hold of you, most likely it's a wrap. I think it would be too small for heavyweight. He's walking around at like 219, 220. If he cuts and he goes to light heavyweight, that would be awesome. But the guy likes to challenge himself. So who knows? Maybe he would want to compete at heavyweight. Anyway, guys, that's going to wrap up this uh, podcast segment. Please feel free to drop your thoughts on the topics. We'd love to read what you have to say. Appreciate you guys taking the time to listen and check out the segment. Hope it was worth the listen. If this is your first time at the channel and you enjoy the content, the news segments, the breakdowns, the interviews, and the other media, 
If you guys dig it, consider hitting that subscribe button, like and share. That's a great way to show support. And I'll catch you guys on the next segment. Until then, everyone, please take care. Stay safe. Later.